Hi everyone, it's Stephanie Kay and welcome to another episode of the Hey Steph podcast. So I wanted to acknowledge that I took a little break last week from recording and it's just because I have a lot going on and I do intend to share some of what's happening with me shortly, but I just decided that, you know what, I'm going to just step away from the mic a little bit and do some self-care and recalibrate and prioritize what I'm working on right now. And I'm the kind of person that when I'm working on something, I kind of go into my closet. Some people call it a prayer closet, but I just get to myself, I get really quiet and I get focused. And for me to focus, I need to be still and I need to spend some time in prayer and meditation to really make sure that I'm clear about my intended path, that I work out whatever concerns that I have, especially when you're going to make a big move or a big life change. It's really important to take a moment and pause and basically make sure that the situation that you're attempting to act on is not something that is temporary. For example, you're not considering selling your house or moving or quitting your job because you had a bad day, because you're having a bad month or a bad quarter. You are really looking at the situation clearly. You are assessing the situation constructively and reasonably. For example, if you weren't having these challenges or obstacles, would you still be considering making a shift? Would you still feel that you needed a change? So I'm really an advocate for being quiet. And I'm also the kind of person when I'm ready to make a change, I don't share it with other people. And the reason is primarily because I need to be accountable to myself because at the end of the day, I'm the one who lives with Stephanie. I'm the one who has to live with Stephanie's choices. I'm the one who really knows what's going on. Even among my closest confidants, nobody knows everything. Just like I don't know everything about my friends. I don't know everything about my family. I don't know everything about my spouse. And that's fine. Everybody is entitled to a level of privacy. So when I'm thinking about doing anything that is significant, life-changing, important, I have to make sure that I'm accountable and I listen to myself. Because what I have found in my life is that people mean well and they're going to give you the best advice that they have. And obviously, I'm talking about people that you can trust in your life. I'm obviously referring to people who actually mean you well and not people who are just kind of like hanging on just to watch what you're doing and see what you're doing and 
low-key taking notes or, you know, low-key, you know, talking smack about you. But the people in your life, or however, the people in your life who really care, they are well-intentioned. And so what they will do is sometimes, as Don Miguel Ruiz calls it when he talks about the four agreements, other people will knowingly or unknowingly give you what he refers to as their parasite. And that parasite could look like their fears. Oh, what do you mean you're going to you know, quit your job? What do you mean you're going to you know, pack up your house and move? What do you mean you're going to sell your house? What do you mean you're going to do fill in the blanks, right? And these are legitimate fears, but you have to ask yourself in those situations, who do those fears belong to? Do they belong to them or do they belong to you? And there are times when you're making a big decision in your life, there will be shared fears, there will be shared concerns. People who care are right to want to throw up some warning signs or to just say, hey, proceed with caution, my friend. And that's all well and good. But at the end of the day, nobody has to live your life. We come into this world by ourselves and we're going to leave this world alone. And with that, in between that dash, you have to know that you know what you need. And that's where I have been in my life. And I know that I've wanted a change for quite some time in my life. And on the outside looking in, It could look like something different to other people who are more familiar with what's going on with me, who are observing or who know what I'm referring to. And I will, like I said, I will share in future episodes about what's happening, but I prefer to get on the other side of things and then tell you what's up. But I think that the advice or the comments that I'm making, the general philosophies and ideas that I'm sharing, I hope, I think, are applicable and probably are even more so because you can fill in the blanks and decide how or if or whether these sentiments or these this conversation, how it applies to you. And I plan to take a step back from the podcast, probably during the summer, because I need to focus. And honestly, I want to enjoy the summer. I want to just kind of take a break and maybe travel a little bit and focus on my other create you know, creative endeavors. I plan to just really focus on that particular area of my life is creating because creating for me has always been something to do when I had time. It was always something that was important to me, but I had to shift priorities because I needed to focus on 
my career or I needed to focus on my finances or I needed to focus on my personal relationships or whatever. And so I really want my creativity to take a more enhanced role in my life in the coming months and the coming years. I also want to focus more on my health and fitness, uh, specifically going to the gym. I have never been a person who really loved the gym. I don't, I mean, there are people who probably do, who probably really get a, a huge adrenaline rush when it comes down to getting into the gym and how they feel afterwards. And, you know, I actually do feel really amazing and powerful when I leave the gym. It's just about getting there. And it's just about finding the time. And what I am learning about my life, just like I said, in general, is that time will never magically appear. It just won't. You will never actually have time to do the things that you need to do. What I've learned in recent months and in recent times with having to be tasked with some of the items that I've had to deal with over the last two years is that you have to make time. Like the time is just never going to magically open up. Like it's never going to be a good time for somebody that you care about to die. There's never going to be a good time in your life for someone in your life to leave your life or to gain some added responsibility that you could have never imagined or even counted on. It's never really, I would say, a good time um, to leave your job, right? Maybe there are better times in which to do it, but I can't say that there is a time on the calendar that says yes, or maybe it is for you. It's about as someone once called it, living the question. And that is what I am intentional about doing in my life today, is really living my life intentionally, looking at my life in a different way, getting more control over my life. Because honestly, when it came down to, especially I would say my career, I didn't really have a chance to slow down and I really never had a chance to really kind of wrap my arms about everything. It's always been about go, 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 go. And as somebody who also lived and worked through the pandemic, albeit a little bit different than probably a lot of people in terms of professionally, like a lot of people were able to work remotely and, you know, just kind of adjust to that new way of being and thus having more time to spend at home, more time to focus on the dormant areas of that of their lives. Well, that really wasn't something that I had the luxury to do. So now I look forward to being fully present in my life in a way that honestly, my schedule just did not lend itself to do. So now Instead of just saying, you know what, I'm going to get to the gym, I'm going to have to make the time. I will have to schedule it and make it a priority. And I see more openings now in my schedule so that I can do just that. I mean, that's just one area of my life that I 
am really, really anxious to do, ironically. I mean, not necessarily the process, but I'm looking forward to the journey in terms of the result and how I'm going to feel. Obviously, yeah, if I do it the right way and if I'm committed and whatever, I mean, the the physical results will also be a a welcome bonus. I'm not going to lie, but... Um, I'm really looking forward to that process of transformation. And really, it starts with the mind, being disciplined, being disciplined about having a schedule, keeping that schedule, just like I kept the schedule of, you know, going into the office every day or going to Starbucks or whatever else I made a priority to do. The, your schedule is never going to just open up. You have to say, okay, I have something to do at 10 o'clock. And then you move things around so that you can accommodate whatever it is that you got to do at 10 o'clock. It's just 10 o'clock is not going to just magically open on its own. We have to decide what is important. And if it is important enough to be present and to participate in it, we have to find time to do that. And so that's one of the lessons that I have learned as of late. And I also am trying to be more honest about what I can give. And I love this podcast. I love coming on here and sharing. And this is you know, just to kind of wrap up the Level Up series, the career series, because I really enjoy talking about careers. I really love talking about what it means to advance or what it means to be happy. Because look, a lot of people are reassessing whether or not they want to continue to work for somebody else or if they want to continue to work in corporate I don't really have strong opinions about either. Um, I think it depends on you. I think it depends on the individual. There are certain people who do well as entrepreneurs who have the discipline and who have the core principles and have a strong business model that they can thrive and they can do well working for themselves. And then there might be other people who do better working for someone else. Just having somebody else run the day-to-day or be responsible for the day-to-day, to be responsible for what it takes to manage and lead and run a successful operation or a business. It really depends on you. It really depends on what you're doing and what you plan to do. And to be realistic and to be honest with yourself. Because a lot of people, for example, you will hear them saying, I want to work for myself. I want to be an entrepreneur. But are you disciplined in terms of time? Okay, yeah, you don't have to maybe show up to an office at 9 a.m. every day, but you're going to have to show up. Like if you're going to make a business that is going to scale, that you're going to be able to take a salary versus just breaking even, you know, just getting money just to keep the lights on and you're not able to actually pay yourself at the same time, well, you're going to have to show up for somebody and you're going to have to have a boss, except your boss is probably not somewhere in a corner office. Your boss is your customer. Your boss is your client. So I think for some people, it's a huge misconception that 
If I start a business, I don't have to work for anybody else. I don't have to answer to anybody else. And actually you do. You have to answer to, as I said, the people who are paying you for whatever your service is. You have to answer to any investors that you might have. You might have to answer to the government or whatever to have your business legal and whatever, you know, and that's part of the the game. So you have to decide whether or not you want to do that. And like I said, do you want to conversely, you know, go in and report to somebody and basically build somebody else's dream? And how long do you want to do that? How long do you want to stand and do something and it's not your career. And it's a difference, I think, between or knowing the difference and what I would say to my younger self, what I would say to like maybe younger people, you know, maybe people just starting out in the workplace. That's what I mean by younger people. I would say know the difference between having a job and having a profession. A profession or even a career, but I would say more of a profession, like maybe becoming a lawyer or a doctor, those are, that's work that you spend a lot of time in the beginning, going to school, practicing, getting experience, working your way through the ranks, learning the ropes as you go with an intended goal to become or to have a practice or to become a partner if you're an attorney. Those are professions. And usually when people enter those professions, the goal may not always be the outcome, but the goal is usually to do that for the remainder of their working life. A job isn't always that. Now, sometimes if you're like me, your job can evolve into a career. But your career versus your profession, I would say a career can and should change from time to time or it should evolve unless you absolutely love what you're doing. If you love what you're doing, if you love what you're doing and who you're doing it for, then if it's not broken, then don't fix it, right? Because we always think that the grass is greener on the other side, and sometimes it's not. I would also give advice in terms of to never take a job that you're either not sure that you're going to enjoy doing, or taking a job solely to work with a particular person or work for a particular person. Because people come and go, leaders come and go. So if you only take an assignment solely because you want to work for somebody else and there's nothing else in it for you, you would not be otherwise interested in this job or interested in what you're doing, then I would say really think long and hard about saying yes to that opportunity. Because in work, it is usually all about who you work for. And it's very rare and it takes a special kind of person who can adapt to different leadership styles And that is something that you have to count on. People are going to move. 
People are not going to make the same sacrifices that you made just because you were willing to, let's say, take on a role because somebody else thought that you should or so that you could work to support somebody else. It doesn't mean that they're going to do that for you. It doesn't mean that they're going to give you that same consideration. And it doesn't mean that you're owed that either, right? Because you have to make an informed and intelligent decision for yourself. And you have to make sure that your yes is authentic. And you have to, again, I cannot emphasize it enough, you need to be interested in the day-to-day job functions or tasks or responsibilities, regardless of who is at the helm of the ship. If it matters who is at the helm of the ship, then you have to think long and hard about the opportunity before you say yes to it. Or if there is a leadership change, you need to be ready to move on when that person does too. Or when that team dismantles or does something else, you have to be equally willing to maybe look and see what else you need to do or what else you can do. Those are some of the lessons that I would share and that I've learned over the years is make sure that you are true to yourself, that you take care of yourself while you're taking care of everybody else's needs. Because if you are a good worker, if you are a team player, if you are somebody who says and does what you say that you're going to do, or if you do what you say you're going to do, if you're the kind of person who shows up, produces a quality work at the end of the day, you're collaborative, you solve problems, everybody is going to want to work with you. That doesn't mean that they get to. And that doesn't mean that you have to just stay and do what other people want you to do professionally, even school-wise, right? We, we, when we think about choosing our careers and even choosing where we're going to go to school, people are going to have ideas and people are going to share and people are going to tell you what they think is best. Some people will even be very aggressive with that. But you have to, at the end of the day, recognize that at the that that those people are going to go and do what they do and they're not going to take responsibility for the outcome of your decisions. So you that is the reason why for me it works for me when I need to make a very serious decision. This is why I need to go and be by myself, spend some time alone, spend some time in the silence and ask myself, what do I really want? Because at the end of the day, we always know. We always know what we really want, or we have a strong inkling on what that is. And so you have to make sure that the final voice in your head when you're going to make a decision, you have to make sure that it's yours, not somebody else. Because what you don't want to do is go and blame somebody for your choices. I took this role for you. I took this opportunity. I bought this house. I bought this car. I went to this school 
for you. No. People can give you advice and you should heed their advice, but make sure that you have the final vote and that you are able and willing to stand up for yourself when necessary. And it's not always easy. Depending on what we're talking about here, it's hard to stand up to your parents. It's hard to stand up to people who you respect. It's hard to say no. It's hard to say, I'm going to do this on my own. But that goes a long way. Being able to assert yourself, being able to speak your truth, that is one of the ways that we build self-esteem. And that is one of the ways that we feel proud of ourselves because we are able to be honest with ourselves. We're able to tell ourselves that the truth. You can lie to everybody else, right? You can say whatever you want to say to everybody else. You're not accountable to them as much as you are accountable to you. So I know in this episode, I kind of just went on a riff. I just wanted to get on and say hello and to really, you know, thank you all for listening to this podcast as it is thus far. I have totally loved doing this podcast and I intend to continue this podcast. I think I'm going to retool it. I think I have satisfied my question in terms of whether or not the podcasting world is for me. I definitely think that it is. I love podcasting. I love listening to podcasts. I love producing them. But I also recognize that I need to think about ways to continue to serve my audience, to serve you, to step away and think about how I can make this podcast better. I think that these or this season, I'm going to call this season one. I think that season one was a great rough draft. I think that season one was great training wheels. I've learned so much about podcasting and I still, trust me, I have so much yet to learn about this platform and how to be an effective and engaging podcast host and to focus more on engagement in season two so that we can get to know each other and share ideas. And in between episodes, I show up and, you know, have a conversation with you all directly and see what's on your mind. And we talk about things in real time. And so realistically, and in full transparency, I have to figure out how that all works, what all of that looks like for me to produce, because at this particular time, I am a one woman show. So I have to think about whether or not that will continue to be the case. I am really interested in bringing on some of my friends and people in my circle, because look, I'm going to brag I am blessed to have some of the most amazing friends. My friends are so talented. They are brilliant. I learned something from them. They are the reason 
that I am standing most of the time, especially during these past two years. My friends have shown up for me. They have become family of choice. We can't choose our family, but we can absolutely choose our friends. And I have to say that I, I'm just going to brag. I mean, just no humble, no, no humility here. I've done a great job of choosing my friends and having a circle around me of just diverse voices with people who are living the question themselves and people who are constantly growing and they don't have all of the answers either, but they are living and they are loving and they support me and I support them. And we're figuring out this thing called life together. And we get up every day just to do a good job and to be better people than we were the day before. I am so inspired by my circle. I'm so inspired by the people who I love and the people who love me. And it is a, a, a gift to be loved and to be appreciated. And I have to honestly say, it's um, sometimes hard for me to accept compliments and to accept mass love, right? Like if you think about like having like, you know, a birthday party or celebrations, like sometimes that gives me like low-key anxiety, but um, I have to realize that we're doing life with other people and I have no problem celebrating other people. I have no problem loving on, like I said, my friends and my family. I have no problem cheerleading when it comes down to other people. So why would I deny anybody that opportunity who is so inclined to give me back what they feel, what they feel that I have offered to them in their life? Like, how dare I tell them no and shut them down and keep them from being able to express themselves because they don't do that to me, right? They allow me to express how I feel about them. So it's only fair and it's only right that I be receptive and that I kind of put whatever is going on, you know, as long as it makes sense, of course. I'm not saying make myself completely uncomfortable, but just see it from a different perspective. Just let people love you. It's totally okay to let the right people love you, especially when it's mutual, it's healthy, it's good. So please stay tuned to season two. And if you're listening to this in real time, I I wish you a very safe and happy upcoming Memorial Day holiday. We are finally entering into summer. I hope that you all have something really cool and fun planned for your summer, even if it's just hanging out on your back porch or someplace of your choice with a good book, a good podcast. Maybe you can catch up on any episodes that you missed of the Hey Steph podcast. If you are also so inclined, you can maybe go check out my blog and that will be some of your summer reading. There's plenty of content here also for you to consume during your summer break if you have one. So I want to thank you so much for supporting me and the Hey Staff podcast. 
during season one. I will be back at the end of summer to kick off season two. And I'm excited too. Let me tell you, I am so excited to see what this is going to look like. But um, it's going to be amazing. And I, again, so appreciate you showing up, your support, listening to these episodes. I hope that they have given you plenty to think about, to enjoy. I hope I've made you laugh. And that's what it's all about. That is why I show up. And so I'm so looking forward to season two. So in the meantime, have a wonderful summer, everyone. And thank you so much for listening to season one of the Hey Steph podcast. See you in the fall for season two of the Hey Steph podcast. Be well.